Good morning, Mid-Missouri, and to our online listeners. I see some of you there in Los Angeles and Houston, Texas, and Ashburn, Virginia, and someone just joined us a few minutes ago in Peru. Good morning to all of you. Um, You are listening to The Wake Up Call here on KOP in Columbia 89.5 FM. Today we are expecting a high of 31 degrees. Stay tuned for a full weather report after these news headlines. Got a longer one and a shorter one for you this morning. Uh, The longer one is Jason Hancock of the Missouri Independent reports a new congressional map won the approval of a Missouri Senate committee on Tuesday. That was yesterday. Setting the stage for a debate that promises to be among the most contentious of the whole entire 2022 legislative season or session. After two hours of public testimony, a pair of Democrats joined with seven Republicans Tuesday to advance a map that keeps the partisan makeup of the state's congressional districts unchanged. Voting against the map were two Democrats and three Republican members of the Senate's Conservative Caucus. The chamber's Conservative Caucus, which has been an open war with Senate leadership for months, is calling for a map that would split Kansas City into two districts in order to ensure Republicans hold seven of the eight state's eight congressional seats. So that would leave Cori Bush in St. Louis as the sole Democrat. Republican leaders have balked at the plan, arguing that a 7-1 map may not survive a court challenge, and if it did, it could even turn into a 5-3 map during a Democratic wave year. I know this is a lot to to digest this early in the morning, but stick with me. Representative Dan Schall, who's a Republican from Imperial, Missouri, and the chair of the House Special Committee on Redistricting, said he purposefully ignored partisan data when he was crafting the map. Yesterday, he was quoted as saying, We drew a map that was compact, contiguous and constitutional. I don't see how Branson has any connection with downtown Kansas City. So in the House, Democratic opposition meant an emergency clause was not approved that would have ensured that the new map was in place before the August primary. So look for more coverage from KOPN as that whole situation develops. Um, and news closer to home, here's the quick one. Um, Komlavi Adisam of the Columbia, Missourian reports that the station house at Catfish Katie's is closing again. Mother and son team Vanessa and Jake Lietza announced on their Facebook page Monday night that they are leaving the station house. Boat club members will have still have access to the property's boat ramp, but they are not issuing any new memberships. On Wednesdays here on The Wake Up Call, we check in with John Dupuy, the host of Tech Radio. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Awake. Pretty good. Awake to start with. Uh, What's new in tech this week? (laughs) Well, it's a common idea in science fiction for there to be um, brain-computer interfaces in the future. Uh Well, it looks like that day will be... Sometime in 2022. <laughs> like where you blink, uh, two, you blink, and you blink, and it hits enter or something. It's all, all uh, yeah. connected. A way to plug your computer into your brain and vice versa. Oh boy. Um, okay. <clears throat> two companies are doing human trials this year. Uh, the first one is Synchron, mm-hmm. who is already working very heavily with the FDA for their first set of human trials. Um, and I say first human clinical trials. They've already done testing with two humans already, uh, where they've reached a point where uh, two paraplegics can type on a uh, screen with their minds. Okay. Uh, so basically replacing the need for having uh, working hands to mm-hmm. operate a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 
And their method of doing it is by embedding fibers, uh, optical fibers of some type, and they don't go in great detail in these articles, mm-hmm. uh, into the brain via the veins that enter into the brain. Okay. Um, a different technique is being done by Neuralink, which is one of Elon Musk's uh, outfits. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been actually fairly well known in the press because they've done, been doing experimentation with animals up until this point, including to the point where they had a monkey being able to play video games just by just by thinking about where the, the pieces should go the on the screen. or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, and theirs probably is slightly more advanced in the sense that it has more, more connectors, but uh, both of them are very unique ideas. One moment. Yeah. Don't forget to put Dante on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, that's an alarm. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I have, I'll have to listen to later see how that sounds on the radio. It just went. Vroom, um, vroom, vroom, yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, their method is different. Uh, they actually enter through the skull. Uh, the idea is placing a uh, wireless implant into the skull cavity. Okay. And then it would charge wirelessly, and then be controlled wirelessly, and then it's got a a uh, it's. The surgery is actually being done by computers because you don't want to rely on the, the shakiness of a human hand to put the things in. Um, because it's, it's well known that the gray matter in your skull is well protected for a reason. It's because it's all very, very fragile. Mm-hmm. So you have to do this extremely carefully. Uh, they, too, will also be working with uh, people that are paralyzed as a way to bypass the fact that they can't control the remainder of their body by having a direct new interface into their brain. Mm-hmm. So that's Showing hope for folks that are, in fact, paralyzed, that yeah. they could be a different way to operate things and to communicate with the outside world. Whew, it'd be pretty intense to be one of those test subjects, though. Gosh. It would be. Oh. Um, generally speaking, there's a there's a formal tr- call for trial volunteers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't know, I was actually reading up on this, of course, because this is what we do here. Um, <laughs> and the, there's apparently 5.4 million paralyzed persons in the United States. That's more than so I would it's a have fairly, guessed. Yeah. That is much larger than I would have guessed. In fact, I almost don't believe it, given what I'm say, it's saying that in the article. But, okay, you know, it may include people that are partially paralyzed uh-huh. through stroke. Yeah. So uh, that, that may be okay. a bigger number well, that than, would make sense, I guess. than their target audience. But huh. still, um, a lot of possibilities coming out. And uh, the idea, of course, is that with this type of interconnection, you could conceivably also reach the point where you could make it allow it to control artificial limbs. Although it would probably be version two or three before you get to that point, because there's a lot more, you need a lot more connections in the brain to pull that off. Yeah, it's actually carrying weight. Yeah, and and, and triggering those muscles. That's interesting. Um, but this first one, you know, yeah, it can at least have let someone interact with the world a little more uh, seamlessly. Yeah. Now, Synchron's done a formal request of the FDA, so it's public, and Neuralink, is, it's not a formal request. So they just started hiring all the people necessary to do it, so pretty much writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And they may even have an application in, that stuff that's not talked about publicly. But uh, we'll see where that goes. That's all be, really, uh, really interesting. interesting. Yeah, and coming right up, and maybe we'll be reporting on that later this year. And it's how some of that turned out. Well, gosh, thanks. Thanks, John. And we will look forward to checking in with you next week and seeing what's fresh in tech. If you enjoyed these types of topics, you can follow John on tech.radio. Or you can listen to him right here on KOPN 89.5 FM on Tech Radio on Monday nights once a month. 
Uh, here's your full weather report. It is two degrees outside right now in beautiful downtown Columbia. Temperatures are going to warm up to uh, 30 degrees by 4 p.m. before dropping to a low of 25 overnight. Tomorrow we're looking at a high of 40 and we'll only get up to about 30 degrees on Friday, so colder again. But then Saturday we're looking at a high of 45, so none of it particularly warm. It was a very cold walk to the station from my car this morning. Uh, We've got Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman up next. Um, This afternoon, from 3 to 5, we'll have the Good Sounds of Jazz, followed at 5 p.m. by Breaking Through by Moms Rising. We've got Farm and Fiddle at 6, followed by an hour of Ozark Mountain Highlands. Kevin Schultz's Time Machine is at 8, and then at 10 p.m. tonight, we've got Femme FM with DJ Luna Hawk. The full schedule and the last two weeks of all of these shows are available for your streaming pleasure online at kopn.org. I hope everyone has a great day today. For the Wake Up Call News team, I'm Sarah Catlin.